Blog Talk Radio. Nigga, <laughs> nigga, if you buying ten birds, and mystical buying ten birds, and I go in ten on a bird, nigga, we got thirty nigga, birds. Down and respect this killer, candy dealer, cap killer, legend maker, take your hoe, break a make a shake a ass, tabletop, drop top, candy painted, sixteen switches in a trunk. Nigga, so what you want? I'm about my hustle day and night. Fuck your life. If you play me about my change, rearrange the game. Got a block from people seven, so live a twelve most. Before we hit the dope, hit him twice. Got my money in my eyes. Fuck this wife. Made a fix. Pork chop, cheese and rice. A southern villa. Getting this hustle every night. Nigga pass the dice. Bill Joe. On the come up, hit my point. Gotta blaze up. Meet my bitch about. Can't she ship that ass before? Team took a G. Breaking them off like peace. It's the fifth in me. Trying to get my coins any way I can. See, Tanya off the West Bank. Got my dick in hand. You gon' pay me, bitch, to ride this stick. I know you with this hustling shit, so hit your knees, trick. Hustling day and night, that's my life. Got this paint on them gold bands, my dope game to the rap game. Hustling day and night, that's my life. Candy paint on them gold bands, my dope game to the rap game. Hustling day and night, that's my life. Candy paint on them gold bands, my dope game to the rap game. Hustling day and night, that's my life. Candy paint on them gold bands, my dope game to the rap game. Ravinda with 
WZN Indie Radio, and we are hot here in Jersey, and I'm sure everybody else is hot too, but let's try to get through this and think about all kind of nice air conditioning we can be having while we're chilling out. Uh, we're going to have a great show today, um, but before we um, introduce our guest, I want to um, just go over a few things with everybody just to let you know that we have some great things coming up here on MZND Radio. Let's start with our Steppers uh, song competition. Um, we will begin that on August the 1st. The competition requires a song that is um, something that can be played during a Chicago-style uh, stepper, ballroom stepper um, song, uh, dance, and the other is a song that could be used for college stepping. And we're asking for this music because we're having a competition for ballroom stepping and college stepping. We're going to put some history out there for folks who don't know about these two cultures of dance. So we want to start it off with a competition because the winners of the competitions will have an opportunity to be in our upcoming documentary that will be filmed about stepping. And in addition, the college steppers who win this competition will win a part in a movie called Stepsisters, which is also about college life and stepping. Uh, that movie is set to end uh, production and film, filming by the end of this year, so the contest is going to go on throughout the rest of the uh, year, and you will be notified that you are the winner or not. Winners will also be presented awards on a uh, Soul Step and Cruise that we are launching in April of 2011. So our ballroom steppers will have their final dance on the cruise ship, and our college steppers will have an honor competition with alumni steppers. So if you beat out all the, the new folks in the competition, let's see how you do against alumni. And we will be filming footage on this cruise for our documentary, which is set to come out next summer. So if you are interested in participating in any of these things, uh, for the song, we will actually put up a website for that to give you more information, and we'll also post it on Facebook. But you can always email me for your personal information at mzndradio at gmail.com. Now, winners of the song competition get to have their song uh, played during the competitions, put in the documentary, also promoted on our radio show as well as other radio shows, and we will be doing a lot of promotion from our websites and with our other partners who will be sponsoring our events. So you get a lot of promotion out of that. Um, you may even win the trip to go on the cruise with us. So you want to make sure you write something that is for that specific genre, uh, barroom stepping, you know, something like uh, R. Kelly's uh, Step in the Name of Love. And, of course, you know, everybody's watched Stop the Yard or Do the Right Thing or something at one point in their lives, so you know what to do with that. So I just wanted to throw that out to everybody, and I look forward to getting all your responses. Now, I want to bring in our guest. We have a wonderful guest today, just like we always have wonderful guests. I'm glad that everybody is here to listen to our show tonight. We're bringing in Irish Mike. He's been producing, and he's been on this mic since he was a young boy, 60 years old. He spent a lot of days and nights in the studio just learning everything he could from some of the best producers in the game. Now, with a sound 
all of his own, because you know a lot of folks like to bite. He is now the newest rising star in the hip-hop world. He's currently working with folks like Mr. Servine. You all know him. Actually, we just played a song with him and Mystical and, Mr. P- and Master P. And we also had him on our show. Uh, also, Busy Bone, ABK, and more. And you can find a lot of his production um, on tracks by Mr. Servine, Power P, Uncle Head of Black Pack, Awesome, um, Dre. Um, 2010 is going to be a year for this young man, and I'm so happy to bring him in. Irish Mike. Welcome to our show. What's going on? Hey, how's it going there? Good, good. So we are so happy to have you today. Thank you so much for coming by. Uh, it's just good to be here. I mean, you guys are kicking it. I'm kicking it. It's a good time, good time. Just chilling. All right. So tell us about yourself. I mean, um, we just had a brief little overview of your background, but tell us more. We want to know, you know, what got you into this industry and this type of music, and what are you doing? Uh, pretty much, like, I mean, you, you mentioned, like, working with Servon, but in the beginning it was more of a learning thing, like just hanging out in the studio, watching other rappers do their thing, and, uh, you know, that got kind of boring, so I decided that, I had to, you know, pick it up, and I actually started rapping, and then I kind of quit because I sucked back then. But <laughs> I, uh, I started making, I started making beats, and uh, eventually I started rapping on my own beats, and I got a little better. I learned more and more because of working with artists such as Servon, and um, I produced, uh, I think, like a couple tracks by Powder P and everything like that. So, I mean, just working on my album pretty much, and doing mixtapes right now and shows. So, I mean, it's just all came together pretty much at the same time, so it's been a big learning process. I'm still learning, so. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So now, what other artists have you worked with besides the ones that we mentioned? Um, there was I worked with uh, you mentioned Busy Bone, ABK, Powder uh-huh. Speed, uh, Busy Bone, Servon. We actually, we actually uh, almost worked with um, Proof from D12. We had contracts all up and stuff like that, but he uh, obviously he died. But I mean, it, it, stuff like that happens, and that's actually happened a couple of times, like where stuff goes like really good, and then something really bad happens. I mean, you know, rest in peace, proof. But uh, wow. just, yeah, I mean, it, it's usually just like local artists. But I mean, Busy Bone was probably the biggest one that we worked with. Mm-mm-mm. So wow. So who who were you listening to when you were growing up? Uh, Eminem, obviously. I love Eminem. Uh, D12 a little <laughs> bit. Uh, Mystical with, uh, Shake That Ass. Uh, probably, uh, a little bit of Bone Thugs. I wasn't really into them until, like, I was probably 17, but I listened to some of their songs back in the day. Uh, Dr. Dre. And that's pretty much it, really. It was, like, very small. I wasn't really into hip-hop back then, I'm not going to lie, but now I'm very much into it, so <laughs> it works out. <laughs> wow. Mm. So what um what kind of goals did you set out for yourself? You know, what were you looking to do accomplish when you got in, involved in the business? Um just making something a little bit different. Like when I first started working with Servon, the first thing that uh he told my manager Rob, first thing that he said was this kid has a very unique sound and I mean that's really what I was going for. I didn't want no Soldier Boy beats. I didn't want none of that. I mean, 
I was just pretty much just making a different sound, bringing people together, like the collaboration I did with Servon and ABK. Like, that's a juggalo and a dude that used to work with Master P. Like, two different worlds, two different artists, and it just put them together and just made something, like, just, like, really awesome and just stuff like that. I mean, just I'm just trying to do something different, and, I mean, I'm trying to blow up at the same time. So, you know, I'm trying to focus on other rappers and MCs and artists as well as myself. So it's all work. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to put on one of your tracks so that we can hear it. And just know, everybody, that this show plays music as is. So uh, if you if you have any children listening under the age of 13, which shouldn't on this show because we got a lot of hip-hop going around. So. <laughs> um, just, you know, you should know. We're not responsible for that because we're not your parents. So we're just basically playing this music because it's indie music, and they don't have a voice outside of, you know, a lot of the uh, media formats on the Internet. Um, we like to help promote the music as it is and not sugarcoat it down so that, you know, it just becomes safe or it becomes like a clone of everything else here on the radio. So um, we just like to give everybody a chance to put their stuff out the way they wrote it. So... We got a song called Fuck You. <laughs> and when we come back, you're going to tell us why you just felt like writing a song called Fuck You. Sounds good. We represent, we represent the law, the law, the unwanted, the
mix the third round. I'm about to get our third round and rip down some bullets in the hinges that they hung on. So recognize bomb 64 and explode. Towers might let them know that I'm a warrior for show. I stand alone on the stage. I don't need help. I keep the crowd entertained by my damn self. And all I know is that I will not stop. In other words, this mic in my hand will not drop. Never. Out on that one. So tell <laughs> us about that song. <laughs> that song. Uh, I love that song. Um, <laughs> pretty much, um, my man came up to me. He's like, "Who?" Uh, this is like when we were working with uh, Servon a lot, and uh, he was like, "Who do you want to see collab with Servon?" I was, I just brought up around the name. One of my favorite rappers, anybody, kill off of uh, Psychopathic Records with ICP and everybody, and uh, it, it, uh, it actually happened. And uh, Rob said, well, Servon's got a song, he called it Fuck You, and he wants to see if you want on it. And I was like, of course I do. Everyone wants to be on a song called Fuck You. Like, it was, it was a fun track to do, and uh, I made the beat on it, so it was even more fun. But, uh, I mean, pretty much, just it just kind of fell in my lap and just took off with it and just had fun with it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was just something else, though. But, I mean, I love the beat. <laughs> I love the beat. Yeah, it was a catchy beat. Sometimes, if you don't pay attention to the words, you're gonna flow with the beat. Which yeah. is, you know, it's okay sometimes, depending on what it is, the message is you're trying to get out there. So you want people to pay attention to it, but I'm sure they pay attention to that. <laughs> Every time they get mad, you know, I'm gonna put this fuck you song on. Yeah. <laughs> To play it loud. You see, when I, I understand that because when DMX came out with that song, y'all gonna make me um, lose my mind. I oh, played yeah. it at work. I played it out loud at work. I blasted every time those folks got on my nerves. I played that loud every time I had to come home from work. I rushed out of traffic. I played Move Bitch. So you know, when I when I was feeling depressed, I had Survivor on in the car. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, so sometimes music can help you with your uh, emotions and getting it all out. So I appreciate you being honest with that song. <laughs> so proud, so proud. <laughs> now, when you're writing all your own work, of course, um, yeah. what what kind of things are going on that, that help you, you know, be creative and come up with, you know, whatever you come up with? Uh, oh, man. Um, <laughs> just life, I mean. If I'm having a shitty day, that's how that song happens. Um, but, I mean, other than that, like, if I'm happy, it's a club track. If I'm miserable, it's I'm killing people. Like, pretty much. I mean, it's just everything is based off of my life. Like, I got a song, Lindsay's Lessons. That's, I mean, even other people's lives. Like, that song's about my little sister and how she was growing up. Um, we Will Succeed. That was about a girl that I dated back in the day and, you know, how I felt about her. Everything is just how I feel at the time when I have a pen and paper right in front of me and a microphone. So, I mean, 
anything that's going on in life that is coming up. I, I can't, honestly, I can't really write if I don't feel it because it's just, it's not as good. Like, it's, I don't feel like it's worth writing if I actually can't feel the feeling that I'm writing down on paper. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much the feeling everyday life, pretty much. Frustration, happiness, sadness, miserable, happy, I just want to chill, you know, like, it's just something that you feel. Wow. Well, that's that's good to know that you put that much of yourself into it. You know, sometimes I wonder what the heck people were thinking about when they come up with a song. You know, like, this <laughs> sit in the car, you see, you know, somebody getting beat up on the corner, you just make a song. You yeah. Know, you, just, you know, you, you saw somebody get crying on Oprah, you made a new song. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just... I want people to really put some more effort in the thoughts that go yeah, into the song. Well, I mean, I want to hear something that's going to last for a long time. I mean, I know Mystical was in the club at the time he was thinking about Shaky Fans, but <laughs> that song can be played for the rest of our lives because oh, yeah. it's like one of the first songs that kind of like focused on strippers or somebody shaking their ass. So, oh, yeah. you know. It's pretty much the leader and a whole lot of other stuff. So, I mean, some people were kind of like, you know, a little quiet about what they were meaning in the song. They scared to say something, but mystical, not scared of nothing. So, here you go. He he opened up the door, and everybody sings about strippers. So, (laughs) true, very true. Now, let me ask you: of, of the people that you admire the most in the industry and their work. What is it about their work that um, catches your attention and makes you want to follow in their footsteps? Uh, I'd have to say what they do. Like, I mean, I respect every MC for doing what they do, but if you can make a beat, produce your own beat, write to it, and just come out with it all, like, it's just all you, I respect them the most. Like, for example, Eminem, he's coming out, he's making his own beats. I mean, not all of them, but he makes most of his beats. He's coming out right into it. He's putting feeling into it that, I mean, no one's ever done it like Eminem, you know? Uh, and honestly, like, I mean, a lot of people look up to him because he's one of the best in the game. Little Wayne, I like his songs, but I don't, like, there was a, I don't know if it was true or not. I never actually found out, but Drake was writing his lyrics. I can't, I can't respect that because that's not you. That's somebody else, and you're just kind of putting it on a track. So, I mean, I just pretty much look and see who's doing what, and that's the more people I respect and look up to in the hip-hop industry. Mm-hmm. So. Now, is there anybody out there that you think does not deserve all the, you know, the attention they're getting, I mean, as far as, like, skill and originality and things like that? Uh, definitely. Um, I mean, I like, I, I can say I like their music, but as people... And, like, him, like, what they do, like, 50 Cent, I, I, he came out, he was hot with uh, Up in the Club or whatever that song with that joint, uh, Birthday there. I forget the name of it. But, uh, I mean, he club. came out, he was doing, he was doing his thing. Yeah, that one, that one. He was doing yeah. his thing, and but he just, I don't know, like, the whole thing with him and the game happened, I lost respect for 50 because it's like, dude, that's your label mate. Like, you guys are supposed to be on the same team. Why are you getting jealous? Because now he's coming up, like, People like that I can't respect. Like, we're all in this together. We're all, I mean, people beef, obviously, but, 
not on the same label, you know what I'm saying? Like, just that type of shit, just, it just shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I mean, with the records, the label that I'm running, we're all family. We sign you, we have you back, no matter what. And, I mean, I would never go after anyone on my label. I wouldn't expect anyone to go after me on my label or who we help out. So, stuff like that, you just, it's just, it's not right, really. Oh, I, I certainly agree with that because, um, well, I like 50. I don't like all the stuff that he does when it comes to the industry, like the outside behavior. I mean, as, as an artist, I like him, but as far as, like, little beef, like the whole Rick Ross thing, that was just kind of stupid. And, yep. I mean, I think he is involving as a, an actor, and I think he's doing a great job of doing that. So I would hope that there's some level of maturity about him that allows him to show a different side of himself. I don't hear Ludacris snapping and doing no dumb crap like that, you know. Ludacris is yeah, going in the same direction. He's he's yep. done, he's progressed the most out of, like, a lot of the guys. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going in his in his era. I'm not going, like, Ice Cube and Queen Latifah. Like, I, I'm not that far back, but I'm talking about as far as when, in Luda's era, you know, yep. uh, the people. And, like, um, a lot of artists going into, Evolving themselves because back in the day you used to call it a sellout when you leave music to go do something else. Like if you go to be an actor or TV star or whatever, like they used to get on Will Smith all the time, you know, which was to me ridiculous. I mean, like he's like, if you want to put him in a category of and still consider him a rapper, he would have to be the highest paid rapper in the whole freaking world yeah. because. He, I mean, he could still, he does production of the music on his movies. So he's still involved in the music. And he's he's evolved into that whole film thing. And, like, what, what could you say bad about it? I mean, he has had nothing but hits. So you can't call somebody a sellout. You should really just be celebrating them for progressing and putting the, the public's eye on that genre as something good because, they going to look at him doing things, and they really respect him. But if you're still stuck in the industry of music part, and you don't do anything but just keep making the same old kind of music, and you don't never progress, they're not going to accept you as well as they accept him. Exactly. It's going to be even harder, because now you've got some shoes to fill. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Lil Wayne can't just come out of nowhere and say, I'm going to be an actor. <laughs> he can't come out and make a prison movie. I mean, just because right. he went to jail for, like, a few months, you know, so <laughs> and stayed in the cell, private cell, whatever, you know, for a few months because, you know, they're not going to let him walk the public floor. So, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> you got to start building yourself a, a career, not just yeah. enjoying the current situation. You have to, if you want to stop being a one-hit wonder or one-season wonder, then you have to continue to progress and you got to leave that nonsense behind you. You can't be getting locked up. You can't be having beefs online, dressing up like Pinky. You can't be, you know, doing crazy, stupid stuff. I, for one, think if you got so much money that you could just buy a $50,000 chain, lose it down the toilet, and then go to the store and buy another one, that you should have somebody to drive you around. Yeah. <laughs> you should have security holding the gun. So oh, why are you still acting like you just started this thing yesterday? You know, that's the issue yep. that I have. But anyway. 
You said it just right. That was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So in the game, you know, the only thing I like about him right now is that he's representing those two little boys. Um, although I hope he doesn't give any bad influences. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's that great an actor, although I, I like to see him do something outside of playing a gangster and or a drug dealer. Um, yeah. I think that he, he could have potential if he just not try to play it safe yeah. all the time. Don't just play what you know. Try to go out of yourself. That's, yeah, that's why they call it acting, you know? Like. Right. You can't <laughs> act like yourself. They said act like somebody else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, think I don't think they, don't think they get that. Great job as an actor. I think Eminem could play a role that has nothing to do with Eminem that will shock people and make them say, you, that was Eminem? You know, yeah, right. I mean, like, I think he could do that. I think he could seriously pull that off. Because when That's I see it. the I different mean, variations of his characters in his videos, I think he could seriously pull off a, a character that we didn't even know that was him in the movie. Don't you agree? I agree, definitely. I mean, his music videos. I don't know what's going through his mind in some of those videos, but I mean, he definitely <laughs> does a lot of things. Like, I mean, even the, even the way he acts, not even on screen, like his songs, really. I mean, he's pretty much doing like uh, uh, one of his songs, uh, the one with the uh, the nurse, the nurse in it. There, uh, I forget the name of it, but he he's doing like woman voices and stuff. It's like, dude, like. <laughs> This dude acting, not even on screen, he's in his song acting like a woman in the song because he probably don't want to pay nobody else to do it. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, plus he wanted to do something different and and be original. You know, everybody goes and pays somebody else to do it. Sometimes nobody would think that you could be as creative and do it yourself. So, I mean, that's showing that he's trying to go in another direction. So, but that's good. Because the first movie, eight, eight, what was it, eight? Eight track, eight millimeter, whatever. But uh, I thought that he was okay in that. And yeah. um, I, but I think that over the years he's had a lot of issues in his life that gave him oh, yeah. the, something to draw on if he's going to be in a movie. So definitely. I mean, it all kind of like worked out for him. I mean, he's got like every title of his album just kind of goes with the flow, like Encore, the Eminem show. Like it's like a story of the Eminem, pretty much. I mean. It's, it's, I don't know, it's ridiculous in a good way, I guess you could say. Yeah, he is very talented. Now, um, do you have any uh, any artists that you'd like to work with? You know, and it don't necessarily have to be in, in the rap genre, but, like, you know, any other music genre? Um, that, um, definitely. I want, actually, like, I mean, I do collabs with, like, a bunch of hip-hop artists, but I definitely need singers. <laughs> so I like to get, like, an R&B singer. One would definitely be Pink. I mean... I mean, I'm just the song okay. of Pink. I didn't, even, I didn't even know it was Pink, so I was like, but uh, just pretty much anyone that sings. I mean, I don't know anyone that sings, so I can't even call one of my friends and be like, hey, can you come drop some vocals real quick? So I need to, like, get out there with the R&B, really. <laughs> I like that hip-hop R&B smash, like, together. Like, I like that stuff, but we haven't worked with anyone in R&B, so it's getting kind of rough. And I, I kind of wanted, like, I like that song with Nelly and uh, Tim McGraw, the country hip-hop feel. I'll yeah, never I like do that. It, but, I like that. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever end up doing that because, I mean, I think you got voted on VH1. Well, not country. How about rock, song. though? Rock. Rock, yeah. is, rock 
and hip hop together sounds really cool. I love it. Definitely, it does. I mean, I like uh, I like when like rock bands kind of cover hip hop songs, and hip hop songs cover rock band songs. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like uh, Jay Z, Jay Z, Lincoln Park. That shit was dope. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like my favorite ever. Yeah. That's so cool. Cause we went to um, this event in Philly. Um, I can't even remember what it was. Um, it was a. Was it a something? Will Smith was there. Destiny's Child was there. Um, uh, who else was there? Everybody was there. Um, I think Jay Z was there with Lincoln Park. We oh. were sitting. Well, it was so crowded there. We were like. We had to look at big screens from like three blocks away. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> That's how far the crowd went. It was I out bet. of the stadium and down like three, four blocks or so, and and we had monitors all down the street. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you could still see what was going on, you know. And I was right. I was upset about that because I wanted to leave early and everybody else took their time, but. You know. Anyway, but I mean, it was it was it was so noisy when they came on and did their thing. Everybody was just having a fit because yeah. it was at the time it was like the top song. But I think anything Jay Z put his hands on, they're gonna just make it a hit. Yeah, just gold. That's it. Something something with um, Britney Spears one day, and it's gonna be a hit. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> make her come back again. Right. So. That's all you need for a comeback. Just put Jay-Z on the track. You'll be fine. That's all she needs right now. We still have to do another thing for another five years. Let the kids go grow up and go to uh, middle school or whatever by the time she comes back with another song. I don't know. She's a mess. I don't know about that girl. Yeah, well, I, I like Britney, but I just think she needs like a, um, I think she needs a cool friend. I think she needs a friend that's street knowledge, with street knowledge and somebody that's honest to her and somebody that'll grip her up when she acting crazy. Like if I was her friend at the time she went outside and got in the car with the paparazzi and went to the right aid to get some cough medicine, if I was her friend, I would have snatched her by the back of her neck into the mm-hmm. house and threw her in the, on the floor, and then I would have told them in so many cuss words, get the hell up off the property. So, you know. Or, or I was going to have my uh, my friends with their two-by-fours come and pay a visit. So, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't have happened like that. I wouldn't have seen any pictures of her walking next to three paparazzi dudes holding her uh, rope tussin'. So it wouldn't have been like that. So that's all she needs is a good friend who will really put her in her place. Not her daddy, not her girlfriend she grew up with, not her mama, not her sister, but a good Honest friend. That's all she needs. Somebody that knows about all this other mess going on. That's what she needs. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, I love Britney. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I listen to her music, but I don't know. She went downhill. It's just, I mean, it does suck this too to see an artist do that. I mean, especially a talented like Britney. I mean, she started at what 16 and she was working her way up the charts and then broke up with Justin. Well, you know, growing up like she she grows up and she goes through different life changes and her music is not going to be all sweet and buttercup anymore and exactly. you know with a, with a hint of sexiness now it's like forget the, the buttercup forget the cookies girlfriend went straight for the hooker zone so you know it's all naked in the video you know so just helping people oh, yeah. live out their fantasies so I mean if she can she's still making her money she's still got a lot of fans you know yeah. It, it just don't matter. It's like everybody can make a comeback. So 
that. Now, when it comes it, to film, um, do you have any any goals to get involved in film, like having your music in a movie or acting yourself or anything like that? Um, growing up, I actually wanted to be an actor, and I mean, I like I was actually in uh, our boy on the record Stone Coleone's video. And that was a blast. I mean, that's the first video I've ever actually been in. I got my throat cut in it, but that's okay. But <laughs> he uh, he called me up. Me and my brother-in-law went up to New York. We did the video. And it was just fun. Like, I mean, you see actors having fun all the time, like, leave scenes and everything like that. I think it would be a ball, like, acting. I mean, I don't know how good I'd be at it, but, you know, I took, I took some art, uh, art classes in uh, high school, so maybe that will help me out. But definitely want to try it out, like, eventually one day, you know. Well, there's always, you know, opportunities for that, and you can always be an extra just for some experience. And um, you need to get a little bit more lessons in it than the high school because they only give you a brief, yeah. brief a little something, nothing special because, right. you know, you put down a resume and you go to be in a movie and excuse me, can you go give me some coffee or something? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, man, I went to high school theater. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, high school, college, high school, acting college, you know, high school, acting college. <laughs> we have one teacher that we went to acting school himself, teaching right. class about acting. <laughs> That's just how it works. Well, I'm going to put another one in your tracks. Um, put on We Will Succeed, and then when we return, you can tell us about that. Right, and cool. we're going to be asking you a couple more questions, too, because I had something that's popped up in my head. So let's go ahead and put it on track, and we'll be right back with Irish Mike. Yo, what up, Mike? Not much, man. It's doing my thing, but I can't get this girl off my mind, though. Is she always on your mind? Yeah, I can't stop thinking about her. Man, just tell me how you feel. Ah, uh, man, I want to do it like this, man. You do it, man. Louder than words, saying why did I feel like I was being cursed? No clue, but could life get any worse? Yeah, I could have been up in the black curse. Then I started to realize that there is one girl that could make this life of mine wanna twirl. Round and round like a merry-go-round. For me, I know this girl, she was always down. She would call me out on all my mistakes. That's why I'll do whatever it takes. She's not one these girls ever. How I know I got my cream and the cake yeah. In other words, I'm putting on a smile That hasn't happened for me in a while Life seems like it's crashing more and more That's why, baby girl, you're the one I'm reaching for My life was going all the way down This girl started to come around 1987, the greatest year now Out of heaven, I was bound to drown She ain't gonna let that happen Cause I see her like I see It's just me, I won't freak You wanna tell me that you love me Then tell me you wanna love me Hold up to me, kiss me on the cheek I'll guarantee i do anything You're amazing, I wouldn't lie Girl, this is all true I'm this close to saying that I'm in love with you Baby, I just want you to believe That I would never just up and leave You plus me equals us Yeah, we will succeed In our generations I know it's hard to make it through all these difficult situations
you be my best friend I was also hoping for a brand new Benz But you and me, that wish was true Baby girl, you can make my sky baby blue That's why I think that I'm falling for you It's only been three months, I still can't judge you My life was going all the way down This girl started to come around 1987, the greatest year now A nice um, flow back there too. I like that. Really nice. So, um, yeah, you're producing your own music. You're doing all the arrangements and everything too. What's that? You're doing all the arrangements and everything for your music, right? Yeah, like for lately, um, like that beat I made and uh, that fuck the fuck you beat I made. But uh, lately, for the newest songs, we actually just got a producer, B Rob, and he's been sending me beats. And I mean, his his beats this fire. So I've been just lining up tracks and banging them on his piece. But, um, I mean, if I have, like, my own time to, like, myself, I'll uh, I'll make a beat here and there and rap on it. But usually he'll uh, just send me a couple beats and I'll just lay them down. What kind of equipment are you using? Um, pretty much it's a laptop and a program called Acid. Acid? Yeah. I I was trying to think of this thing. I heard this guy on the train talking to his producer about this new software that he was using. I was eavesdropping this person. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember what he was saying. And I'm, I'm, it escapes me, but I'm like, there's so many different things out there now, and a lot a lot of people use Pro Tools, but um, there's so yeah. many other ones that are probably better than that now, you know. Yeah. But do you prefer, um, you know, using studio equipment as opposed to just the stuff you can use at home? Um, yeah, I mean, if if I could afford all that equipment, I would definitely hook up a studio and just probably take me and my girl out of the bedroom because that's where my studio's at. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, right now, I mean, it works, you know. I mean, whatever works right now until, you know, I can afford everything because, I mean, I've been to studio is right in the bedroom, I've been in the studio is right down in the basement, it's all lined up, soundproof, get a booth over here, and it's like, I want that, so, I mean, it's all money, I mean, if I had the opportunity, I would totally jump on it, but, um, I would love to just have, like, my own studio and soundboard and speakers and all that, but right now, it's just not a possibility, so, got what I got, you oh. know. Yeah, well, I guess you work with what you got on your hands, so well, that's good. As long as you're doing good quality work with that, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Now, what kind of so, goals do you have, you know, from this point on? What is it that uh, you want to do? Oh, the shows, lately, the shows have just been lining up. Like, <laughs> um, July 17th, like this weekend, I'll be up uh, Tommy's Lounge in Pawtucket, and uh, all my boys will be there. And, like, August 28th, I'll be performing with TJ uh, Caseway, Davy Jones, and uh, for out of nine, and like just stuff like that. So I mean, I've always wanted to do shows because I found out my first show that the stage is definitely a comfort zone. Cause I'm a pretty shy guy. I don't know how you do that and do hip hop, but it just happens. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, pretty, pretty much goals 
goes by. I mean, coming out with different albums, mixtapes, just getting as many people as I can involved in different type of beats and um, types of songs. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people do party songs. I want to see them do, like, kind of slow it down, get, like, a melody going. And, I mean, pretty much that's, that's it, really, just coming out with albums, doing me and helping everybody else out. Wow, that's cool. Now, do you have um, any other artists that you're working with that you want to, you know, talk about real quick? Like, just give them a little plug? Uh, yeah, uh, Brother Nine, um, he's actually coming up. And he's actually going to be the very first artist that I've worked with that isn't local that I'm actually going to be meeting. So, I mean, he uh, he's coming up to Tommy's Lounge, same place, August 28th. And DJ uh, Casey, I'm really excited to do a song with him. But that song, Surrender. And uh, he features on it. He ripped it. I mean, he's he's dirty. So I mean, check that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Have you um guys been on the East Coast over here in Philly? No, I had. I mean, I've been to New York, but that's as far as I've gone. Really, I don't. I don't travel much. <laughs> I probably <Okay>. should. <laughs> yeah, you know that they're they're doing a whole lot of stuff in Philly. Um, it's like we got our we got multiple music scenes out here. We got we got hip hop, we got underground stuff, we got um uh, a lot of rock and we got jazz and we got a little bit of gospel. So and I don't know if we got country. I'm sure up in the burbs we got some country <laughs> but not a lot. <laughs> uh, if you get a just a tad bit further south we can find some country. But um you know, it's it's like uh it's almost like, you know, the way uh, you have New York with different cultures of people, and Philly has different um, genres of music going on. So, and they all get celebrated too, which is cool. Um, a lot of mixture. So, you know, whenever we're doing stuff over here, um, and we're not that far from New York either. So, a lot of folks from New York come this way. You know, you ought to like, you know, have somebody check in to see what's going on. Like uh, this, this weekend, we have a concert going on with, um, in Vogue and uh, Life Jennings. And somebody else. I'm I'm actually supposed to be there, uh, interviewing in Vogue. Uh, if I didn't get my press pass like I was supposed to, because somebody dropped them all, but uh-huh. <laughs> I, I might have to just show up incognito and just like just you know work my way behind the stage somewhere, um, and go. just do some some gangster in, interviewing. So <laughs> that's, that's all right. <laughs> That's all right. But I'm going to put on your other track, Lindsay's Lesson, and when we come back, I want you to tell me about that. Okay. And um, then I have a, a, a specific question for you. All right, cool.
topic of holding verse on mom and dad How you got it bad, but it could be worse And I know it hurts, like your life is off track and you're feeling cursed Just listen to the words that I speak Cause I'm here to teach and to help you reach A much better life when you're a mom To raise your children right and never do them no harm Don't be a bad example for your children When you get mad, just chill and then you can discipline Without going too far, saying hurtful things, leaving emotional scars Who was the vocalist on there? That was the one R&B singer that I worked with. That was Oscar Wilson. I paid him a uh, hundred bucks to do that. He's the chillest dude I've ever met in my life, and uh, our buddy Rob Pride actually introduced me to him. So he 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 loves fire. That dude has an awesome voice. I mean, his songs, solo songs, oh, I could listen to that guy for days. Not gonna lie. Yeah, he does have a really nice voice. Yeah, I like that song. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, you just out there and you just getting involved with all kind of different talents. You know, that's the the key to success. You just cannot shut your eyes on on certain things. You never know what can work with you. I mean, so many people out there to entertain. So you know, you can do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and yeah. it's still going to get you where you want to go. It's just yeah. cool. It's just cool. Now, do you have any goals to um, do any um, international tours? Um, I would love to do that. I mean, like I said, I don't get out much, so I haven't even been to, like, Philadelphia or anything. But, I mean, if the opportunity came where I could just go anywhere, really, and just do a show, if, if my manager called me and was like, all right, let's go to – if you, even if he's like, let's go to Europe, I'd be like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, if I can afford it, I'm down to go. I mean, I don't, I'm not, you know, looking for anything special, but, I mean, I love entertaining. It's become, honestly, my whole life. If I'm not at work, I'm in my room writing, making beats, helping out boys with studio time. So, I mean, this is my life now, pretty much, and, uh, you know, i got to make something of it or I'm going to be working my whole life, and I definitely don't want to do that, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's, Going international, I mean, there's so many people that love hip hop over there. It's crazy, yeah. you know. And 
you probably want to stay there for a while. Yeah, now come on, because a lot of places is inexpensive. Like, if you go to Asia, they're loving it over there. So, oh, yeah. I want to hang I out for a while. That's a, <laughs> but, you I know, I, I actually have a, um, uh, a contact over there that um, is always looking for different types of bands, um, you know, or music groups to come in. Um, they have this uh, very elite uh club over there in this part of China, and um, what they do is they have uh, a a group, like I think they only take up to five people, so it's including like your whole band and the vocalist, or or they might just say, you know, a couple of um, individuals that rap or whatever, however way they do it, it's usually just five people, and they, um, they cover your room and board and your food. They pay for your visa information or whatever you got to have at the airport um, yeah. and your travel. Plus, they give you $1,000 a yeah. month because they're going to ask you to stay out there for, and that's 1000 per person. Yeah. Um, and they ask you to stay out there anywhere from three to six months. So, you know, all you're doing is performing at this club whenever they need you to perform. I think yeah. it's like two or three times a day or something or, or Maybe five times a week, or I don't know how it is, but um, I'm I'm always going to keep a list of people to call whenever they ask me for the next type of music they want. So as soon as they're looking for hip hop, you know I got I got you on the list as well as some of the other guys. If you want to work with that budget, which if they pay for everything else, it's not much you got to worry about. No, and everything is so cheap in China. You know, you wouldn't be spending a lot of money anyway. And it's a, they have a Marriott hotel, apartment hotel that they let you live in, which is really nice. I mean, yeah. our our version in in the neighborhood is totally different than theirs. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, yeah. They don't take they care of our Marriotts anymore, but the ones in the other countries they take care of. Because I'm a travel agent also. And so I come across a lot of different um, hotels that I see here that look totally different, like, everywhere else. So I'll keep you on the list. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that would be just so hot because you could just be here for, like, six months. People's like, where is he at? I ain't seen him in a minute. He's in China. Get the out of here. And then from there, you you know, you're everywhere else. So well, we got, like, four, four minutes left on the show. Is there anything you want to give a shout-out about um, before I let you go? Uh, yeah, I mean, all my voice records people, uh, Tone Cole, he only, even Brother Nine, Servon. Um, that was cool, man, y'all playing Servon when I came on the first time. I was like, oh, Servon Power Team, man, I work with those guys. <laughs> so, Rob, Rob Worth, my manager, Maddie Steph, man, everyone on Worth the Records, Youth House Productions, um, pretty much everyone that I've worked with, pretty much, I mean, crazy, my family, my friends, my girl, um, that really... And share your web address where people can get your music. Uh, MySpace.com backslash the letter U, Love Irish Mike, and Mike is M I C, not M I K E. So, a lot of people call me Irish Nick, and that makes me mad. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you being on the show, and um, I'm very happy that um, you know Rob connected us. I look forward to having you along with your other um, associates. When you guys have your little collaboration, you all can come and be on the show at the same time so we can all, 
you know, talk about the the music project. So oh, yeah, that's something that's I enjoy doing. So I look, forward, I look forward to that. Now, I'm waiting on Mr. I wish he ever finished whatever it is he's doing so he can come be on my show. <laughs> <laughs> so I got everybody else. Now, I need Mr. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Rob, you tell him, get on it. Right? That's really well, man. Rob, Rob's crazy with those connections, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to end this show with another song by Mr. Servan that um, I really like. Um, since we only had two minutes, we get a little bit of that. But thanks again for coming, and I hope you have a great weekend. I look forward to seeing you again. Thank you. you. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, interviewing huh? everything. I, mean, I appreciate oh. the interview and everything. Definitely. You made it fun, so. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a good time. I certainly did. I'm going to put on Best Friend because I thought that was so cute. <laughs> and uh, I want to wish everybody a great weekend. Um, I'll catch you sometime next week. Hopefully we're going to have um, the better person that I expected to have on the show on. But if we don't, we still have some, some good um, music and some good guests. So everybody have a great weekend and go get some cool air from somewhere. <laughs> Thanks for coming.
ask me why if I die tonight. I'm dying with a thought in mind. Your love is mine. If I had ten, I gave you nine. We told them niggas whether on the grind or doing time. You for me. That's all the finest spot for you. I give my life a hundred times. Even when them niggas said they fuck you. I'm ready to pull my strap and blast. But you fuck me when I'm down. Keep your mouth closed when the bitches pull around. I ain't no rings of kids between us. I don't give a fuck. If this world is in, then I ain't gon' never leave. Ready to give my life to keep you living right. Never had no bruises between us. That may be the only thing that hurts. I never ask you to give your life for me. I want you here to the end so you can see me. You can feel me. Yo, gangster, you be my nigga. Yo, gangster, forever together. My nigga. My best friend.